everyone. Welcome back to Corn to Norm. Hi, everyone. It's Liv. And I'm Zoe. How is everyone doing today? We are doing kind of sad on this unfortunate Thursday, but otherwise pretty well. Yeah. Liv, do we want to start with lows this week? Yeah. Well, Zoe, you go first because I think your low is just an absolute travesty that needs to be discussed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we're recording this Thursday night. U of I just lost the first game in the Big Ten basketball tournament. So that is certainly my low. I'm very sad about it. I was really hoping to go to the game tomorrow. Um, Liv, do you want to go ahead with yours? Yeah, so that's honestly one of my lows too. But also one of my lows has been just adjusting to traveling, which kicks me straight into my high because I visited Champaign last weekend. I got to spend all the time with my friends and then two of my other best friends from home also visited as well. So we, I got to see all of my favorite people kind of in the same moment and also kind of show them a little bit more about U of I um, and why I really love going to undergrad there. So that was really great. I really enjoyed it. How about you, Zoe? Yeah, I think that's probably my high too is our weekend. Liv came to visit. It was our unofficial St. Patrick's Day. It's a big U of I holiday. Holiday. <laughs> holiday in quotes, but it's unofficially a holiday. But it was really, really fun. Liv and I had a really fun weekend. So that's definitely my high. But I think that's really going to lead us really well into what we're talking about today. Heck yeah, it is. We're talking about going out, the going out 101, the do's and don'ts of college partying, all those fun things. And which Liv and I are certainly no stranger to. Today, we're kind of going to talk about the before of going out and what that looks like. Yeah, we're going to lay out like getting ready. Zoe and I have vastly different agendas when it comes to that. Uh, feeling confident in what we're going to wear, all the stuff we're packing, and then kind of some pre-going out tips. And then next podcast will be a story time of different places that you go to while in college to go out, ranging from like on college campuses versus like in like a city or if you're in a more urban area for going out and then just coming home. And we'll be sharing like fun little story times for each little one. But uh, for right now, you get to only hear the pre, the before of the event, if you will. Now, to me, honestly, the pre going out is really what sets the tone for the entire night. Do you agree? Uh, 100%. I think that if you get off on maybe not the right foot, you risk not feeling your best, not feeling your most glowy self, and also just not really in the right mindset, right? Because going out's a lot about a mindset. I mean, I don't go out that much anymore. And I'm, and we certainly kind of slowly started going out a little less as we're growing up and maybe getting a little bit old, but on the times we do go out, we definitely do a couple key things to make sure we feel ready to go. Yeah. I think especially our freshman year, we both went through a little bit of a heavy partying phase. It's kind of slowed down a little bit. Uh, I think post-presidency, I've gone out a little bit more trying to like really soak it all in before I leave undergrad. But yeah, I really think that that little phase of time where we were going out a lot helped us to kind of nail down what the get ready with me looks like, what I need to do to make sure that I have a good night and set myself up for success. Liv, do you want to start with your get ready time? Yes. So to begin, for those of you guys that don't know, I could take between 15 minutes to an hour to get ready, but I'm going to be honest at times, unless I'm like getting ready with friends, I'm not getting ready till it's about 15 minutes before it's time to go. And I do not have an elaborate routine or makeup. I wear the same makeup when I go out 
versus if I'm going to a job interview, it does not, it rarely changes on the occasion that maybe I do something crazy with my eyeshadow or something like that. But usually I start with, you know, playing some good music. If I shower beforehand, I'll blow dry my hair. I try to figure out what I'm wearing a little bit before and we'll go into that a little bit more. But if I'm at Champagne at school, I'm usually rummaging through someone's closet because I have, and I I put in air quotes, literally nothing to wear, even though I have a closet full of clothes that I definitely have to choose from. And I always end up wearing the same white top and leather pants too. That's just a staple. Zoe's always shaking her head because I don't know. It's, it's a good look. It's a good fit. So why would I not wear it? So I'll get ready. I usually do makeup first. Then I do clothing. Then I fix my hair if needs to be fixed. If I decide to curl it or like put it up into like fun braids. And then I go down to Zoe's room, sit on her bed. And Zoe's routine is just beginning. (laughs) (laughs) So Liv and I's routines tend to overlap when she's in the same building as me. I am a firm believer that the more time you have to get ready, the better your night's going to be. So with that being said, I like time to get ready. I think that especially as I've gotten older, I can get ready a lot faster. I really can do it all in like 30 minutes, but I just don't like to. I really like to take my sweet ass time. (laughs) I want to listen to music. I want to get pumped up. I also don't want to be rushed. I really enjoy doing makeup. It's like honestly one of my favorite parts of my day. So that honestly alone is the biggest chunk where it takes time depending on what I'm doing. For me, I do my makeup a little bit differently if I'm going out. Sometimes I'll throw on a lash or I'll do um, some eyeliner. Eyeliner is a big one if I'm going out. I'll do like, I've really been into like a white or a blue eyeliner lately. Or I'll wear a brown or a black depending on like what I'm wearing. Very fancy. And I really, I've really been into lip oil recently. I've definitely been into like a very glossy lip. What does that mean? Can you describe that for me? Because I have no clue what that is. It's kind of like gloss, but it's a little bit thicker. And it's, it's, it looks like water on your lips. Like genuine water. Interesting. Okay. You need to get one. My favorite one is the Tarte Sugar Rush one. I love a cute makeup recommendation. (laughs) I'm a big fan of them. My grand little Alex turned me on to them and she is literally the queen of lip oils, but that one is her recommendation for the best one. So I can't, I have to shout her out for that one. But after I've got the makeup on, I usually try to have an idea of like the vibe I'm going for, I guess. But that is usually when Liv enters my bedroom. So that is where (laughs) I almost always want someone to help me pick out an outfit. I also have in quotes, nothing to wear even though I have so much clothing. And for me, honestly, picking out outfits, we're going to touch a little bit more on this, but that's definitely a huge part of if I'm feeling it that night and like how my makeup turned out. But for me, it usually goes makeup and then I decide if I'm going to have time to do my hair. So if I have time to do my hair, then I'll do it then. And if I don't, then I usually will do something kind of quick with it and I'll pick out an outfit. And then after that, I like to have the good five minutes to chill, like kind of collect myself, make sure I've gotten everything, like make sure I threw on the lip gloss, make sure I did another round of perfume, all that kind of jazz. Like I just like to have a minute. I don't know. My Zoe's least favorite thing. Very, is very like, I take my time. I'm like, I'm ready to go. We're already out the door. I, I have my coat on. I'm ready to leave. <laughs> I I really like to take my time with it. Like it's, I just think it sets you up for success better. Cause like for me, like the, the literal worst thing is when I am halfway to a bar or like wherever we're going that night and I forgot my earrings. That's happened to me more than once. And it's 
I feel like it just kills my entire vibe for the whole night. Like I just need a nice earring to complete an outfit. I feel like if I forget them, the whole night is ruined, which I know is a little bit dramatic. I just feel like it like puts me off on a bad foot. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it comes also, which ties into our next uh, like kind of segment we want to touch on is like, what do you feel most confident in? And I think that when you feel well-dressed or dressed for the event that you are going to, you feel more, um, I mean, ready to have fun. Yeah, I think clothes can be really, really beneficial of what you're doing. For me, I love themes. And I think that themes can make a night really fun or really terrible really fast. (laughs) So like a holiday theme, like I love that because you have time, you kind of know what people wear. So for unofficial this weekend, so it's St. Patrick's Day themed. So for me, I wore this like cute little green uh, tight shirt and this cute pair of jeans. So I felt really confident. And then Liv and I both had these little matching clover stickers with an eye in them i i I go hard for some matching face tattoos whether it goes to game days or the holidays yeah i feel like i go really hard for themes so I, i loved that that we were all like cutesy matching and we all had this cute little outfit But I think a bad theme, like there are some themes that are like just, I'm just sick of, and then there are others that are just objectively bad, (laughs) but those can definitely, I think, kill a night or if you don't have like the perfect thing. I don't know. Liv Liv has definitely been in an era where she will go out in much more casual clothing than I like to. Yeah. I'm like a big turtleneck over oversized sweatshirt and like a tiny little bag and maybe even a vest on top of that. I really like layering. That's my typical style, if you will, which is not really style at all. It's just being comfortable. And I'm honestly right now wearing what I would wear to go out. I'm wearing a sweatshirt (laughs) and and a, a vest and I'm wearing like flare yoga pants, which I will go out in. But I think it's like what you're most confident in. And also like if I'm going out a little bit earlier and I'm just going with a couple friends and it's not like a big event or something, I don't mind dressing down. Of course, I love dressing up. I think most women really do. Uh, not all of them, but most do just like like feeling their best. And for me, I feel my best when I feel the most comfortable. I'm also the type where I'm not, I like showing like, a little bit of skin every once in now, but I dress a little bit more conservatively just on a day-to-day basis based off like my wardrobe choices and the fact that I own uh seven white turtlenecks. So those <laughs> definitely steer my uh, clothing choices. So even when I'm getting a bit dressed up more and I'm ditching maybe the sweatshirt, I'll aim for like a long sleeve or something that like a, a, an open back, something like that, just so I feel really supported. And I also feel like I will not not attracting attention to myself, but kind of in a way that makes me feel more safe going out. Because I think especially as a woman, uh, especially if you're not with as many friends and you're kind of like more one-on-one or maybe even by yourself and meeting someone out, it can be a little intimidating to show off who you are and be really confident. And I found that I feel the most confident when I dress in that way. And also with layers, you can always take them off. So right now it's kind of cold outside. So going out in a crop top or maybe like a short sleeve shirt and jeans is not going to keep me warm um, and is going to lead me to freezing my butt off. But if I instead have these layers, I can always take them off, put them somewhere or even hold them in my hand with my bag. I think for me, I don't know if this is because I didn't have like a really distinct style until I came to college or if it's just 
like a personality preference. I like to dress up. Like I, I almost always want to be the most dressed up person in the room. And it makes me honestly kind of uncomfortable to not be. With that being said, I will say, I think the bars in the Midwest, especially like on our campus, like in most campuses in general, but on our campus and like Chicago is mainly where I would say live and I've gone to bars the most. The style of going out is just a little bit more casual than maybe somewhere in the South or somewhere um, on the West Coast. But yeah. I, I feel the yeah. most comfortable, I guess, in like maybe a leather pant, a stylish jean, a crop top usually. I do like a long sleeve. I think as I've gotten older, I show a little bit less skin but I still want something that makes me feel really feminine. So like a tight cut, maybe a bright color, those things make me feel like, yes, I'm going to a bar. Yes, I'm like, I'm dressed up for something like I'm going on an outing. And I really like that. I like having the ability to that, like to do that. On the flip side of that, I think going out during the day is a little bit different. During the day, I still enjoy maybe something a little bit tighter, but I, I will do a little bit more casual just because it's the day. Uh, maybe a lighter jean or something like that. I think it's a really fun time to experiment with like cutesy clothes instead of like sexy clothes, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that I think that also like right now we're talking about like what we probably feel confident in and just also depends where you're going, which goes to yeah. for you guys, for example, if you've really never been out or you go out all the time, like you can attest to the fact that you're usually dressing for the event, right? Like if it's the middle of winter, I'm not going to wear a swimsuit. I'm going to wear my winter coat. If it's, if I'm going to, uh, like a basketball tailgate, I'm probably not going to wear the opposing team's colors because that makes yeah. absolutely no sense. Even if those are your colors, I'm sorry if red's your color, but your school colors are orange and blue. You just have <laughs> to put up with it. <laughs> I, I love that about U of I that we have such distinct colors. I think it's so fun when you can tell people are wearing U of I clothes and that is like definitely like a very fun part of going out for me. Yeah, no, I agree. And we'll touch on it more, but we have a lot of different like day events that actually happen on our campus, which are super duper fun. And um, it's a good way to also just kind of see more people during the day. And I think that also, regardless of if you drink or not, I mean, sometimes I go out and I'm not exactly like drinking more than maybe a glass or something, but I think the actual event of spending time with people is what makes it super enjoyable. So if I can encourage anything to anyone is find a group of people that you feel comfortable with that, you know, has, has your back. If there's an emergency that happens and that number, number, the most important thing that you can potentially swap outfits or exchange jewelry with, which goes to the fact that after everyone gets ready. So after Zoe and I head downstairs or wherever we're going, someone's changing, right? Someone's looking <laughs> at their outfit and going, I'm underdressed or I do not like my fit anymore. And then goes through the process of potentially raiding someone's closet for a pair of earrings that you know they have that you really just need to borrow or grabbing a sweatshirt from someone. Zoe's known for having so much U of I gear because of working as a tour guide. So before any tailgates that we go to, everyone's texting Zoe. Um, I've already personally uh, stolen what I want out of from underneath uh, in her uh, <laughs> possession. So no one can find that. <laughs> but <laughs> There's one question that everyone really likes. <laughs> so, so everyone yeah. always like 
as soon as we decided we're doing something U of I themed, everyone is running to my bedroom to get it. Plot twist, it was in my room for like two weeks. So I won. With all of that being said, I think there's some other essential items that we really also bring with us, whether obviously like being confident in what you're wearing is super, super important, but there are some other items that I always bring with me. What do you bring with you, Liv? I always try to have my phone. I try to charge it before we go. So I'm usually leaving it plugged in wherever. So if I'm making plans with someone, I'm making them a little bit ahead of time and then maybe double checking like right before we like initially agreed upon. I'm bringing my ID, obviously. I have a safety wallet. So a wallet I use just for going out that's only filled with the essentials I need for the night because I worry about losing things. And I just do not want to have a situation where all my belongings that are valuable that are in one uh, wallet that I use on a typical day-to-day basis end up disappearing. So usually it'll be, if I'm in the city, it'll be a Ventra card uh, for public transportation. If I need to uh, hop on a train or bus, um, it'll be um, my debit card, which I can close easily in case of an emergency. Um, some cash. You never know when you might need to have $20 on you. And then at school, it's like your campus ID, but it's like, it's like a separate wallet. I always take it out for when I go out. And I also have, a I put everything in my bag. I make sure to have lip gloss, um, chapstick. That's huge for me. And then I also like to carry like feminine products in case of an emergency, someone has one. It's always good to have them. They're just in my regular bag, but I also have like a, I basically have like a travel kit I make for myself. And that's where I keep like my chapstick and eye lip gloss too. I am certainly one of those girls that literally only takes their wallet to the bar with them. The phone, what you touched about about the phone was really important. I always want to make sure my phone's charged. I've had some bad experiences with making sure my phone wasn't charged. We will get to that story in a little bit, I'm sure. But the phone is definitely a huge part. I definitely always make sure I have my phone. Um, I just think it's a huge safety concern not to have it, especially as a woman, you don't know. And I think on our campus, especially when everything is walking distance, a big thing about college is that you walk places. And when you're going to places so close, you know them really well, a lot of times people feel more comfortable walking home alone. And mm-hmm. I'm guilty of it. I would say many of our friends are guilty of it. And it's something that we should do and or encourage people to do. Absolutely not. But it does happen. I'm not going to lie. So I always want to make sure I have my phone on me and it's ready to be charged in case I need something. I pretty much always will call someone when I'm on my way home, like if I'm walking alone. Um just to be sure like if you know somebody grabs me i don't know if something happens that someone's there somebody's listening to what's going on so that they can call or i can call really quickly if i if something happens but the phone is really really important to me and i it honestly baffles me that our parents used to go to bars without phones because it's such a big safety net for me yeah no i agree with you and to top it off like I'll even do like a quick story. Like um, my sophomore year, I used to walk home from one of my friend's house and he lived like four blocks away from me. And the one time he decided to walk me home, I like ran into uh, like there was obviously some people that were intoxicated and um, I ran in. They were like basically cat calling. I don't want to refer to it as that, but they were like yelling at me. And um if my friend hadn't been there, I just don't know how safe I would have felt. And then the next day I literally went to go buy mace because I was super uncomfortable by that situation. But it was at that point where I, where I kind of decided for myself, like, okay, I'm going to always try to walk home with someone, or I'm going to be on the phone with someone because up till then, sometimes I'd even plug my headphones in and walk home and that's not very responsible. So definitely that. And then, um, I also, 
bring my, not all my keys. I bring just like the set I'm using for the night. So whatever I used to unlock my door, if I'm not driving or anything, because I just don't want to have once again, all my belongings, like my AirPods are attached to my, my keys, my library cards attached to them. That is an essential for me. Yes. You've heard that. Um, my gym membership is attached to them and I just don't want them to get lost or for some weird reason to have someone use something that I only know that I will have to work really hard to cancel. Yeah. I think for me, I don't have a safety wallet. I have a going, like I have a normal wallet and I carry it with me pretty much everywhere, but I do have a detachable part from it that I take off when I'm going out. So on the detachable part, it's my keys, like my car keys and then uh, my work keys. And then my AirPods, I also keep with me most of the time. But I bring in my wallet, I'll even take out something more like more important. I don't really carry around a lot of things that I don't use on a daily basis. I do pretty much always keep my student ID on me, but I also live on campus 24-7. So I pretty much always need it. Aside from that, everything else is general ID, some cash. I, I know Liv touched on bringing cash places, but that's also another big safety net for me. Well, yes, we have Uber and yes, we have Lyft and things like that. I think just having enough money that if you really needed to call a cab, you could is really, really important. And it's, again, kind of a safety net for me. I feel like Liv and I have been talking about safety so much, but it is really an important part of going out and setting yourself up where in case there is a horrible situation, I think is really, really important. Yeah. And I think that right now, as you're talking about, as we're talking I think an easy assumption is that there's like a fear mindset to going out, but I think it's more of a precautionary mindset that also is mirrored through like situations that we've had friends be in or that we've personally been in. And that's something that we've learned from those. That's why we just find it really important to, before we talk about like the fun stuff that happens before all those things happen, you have to address those things and also kind of talk them through it. I think this is good because it almost is, making me rethink also some of the things that I do and helping me feel more accountable and holding myself more accountable in those situations. Yeah. I think when I was a bit younger, I used to have some really bad safety habits and I don't know that I always made the safest decisions. Now that I'm older and I think not that, oh, I'm wise by any means I'm 22, but I understand a little bit more why we should do these things. And It's just, you never want to be caught in a situation where you could have so easily prevented something. But with that being said, I kind of want to move away from safety just because I think we've harped on it a lot. And safety, I think, is something that you really have to learn to do rather than people can just tell you over and over again to do. And until you've got it in your head that you're going to do it, it doesn't really change. Liv, are you uh, okay with pivoting to kind of pre-outing other things that we do? Heck yeah, I love this. And I'll get started. Eat a good meal, my dear friends. Do not sacrifice any kind of preconceived notions that you have about going out specifically for your body. Because first off, you need carbs. So you need a fuel up so that you can dance all night on the dance floor. Second, drink a big glass of water. And I always put a big glass of water at my bed too, so that I have it for when I get home and I've taken off all my makeup and all that stuff. So I have that. Um My favorite pre-going out meal actually is, um, I really like making pasta. 
or something that I've really been into as of lately is making myself like a pita pizza. Those are really good. And like, I can put all my like homemade like toppings on them, which I'm obsessed with. I've definitely been the person that didn't really want to eat a meal before I went out just because I didn't want to feel weighed down, whatever. And I've noticed that I want to eat farther in advance before I go out. I'm not talking like lunch and skipping dinner. I'm talking like eating dinner at 5.36 and going out at nine rather than sometimes I've definitely been guilty of being of eating dinner at eight. And I want to kind of have things digested, but also make sure there's food in my stomach. I'm not going to feel sick later. Those are really important things. I also, with that being said on the flip side, want to make sure that I have a little bit left over to eat when I get home, just in case I feel sick to make sure I don't feel sick the next morning. But what Liv said is really important. I think uh, people get this preconceived notion that they shouldn't eat before they go out because they don't want to feel bloated, whatever. Uh, but it's really important to make sure just for your body, for the longevity of you being able to go out, for you making sure that you don't get sick is really important to eat before you go out. Guys, into our next thing, which is get all ducks in a row, my dear friends. First off, if your homework's not done, is it going to be a problem? Are you going to the next day if you have to maybe lay in bed a little longer? Are you going to be fine if that assignment's not done? Can you maybe do part of it while you're waiting for your friends to get ready? That's something I've done before. Um, mental health wise also, why are you going out? Like, are you going out because you're really upset about something? Are you going out because you just want to have a good time with your friends? Homework, I think is a huge part of it. I, I know one of my biggest rules is I'm not going anywhere until everything that I have due for the next day is done, which is honestly a really great way to keep yourself ahead of the game. So, you know, the next day, if you don't feel well, your homework's already done, you can kind of take that rest day. But also that if you decide you want to go out maybe the second night in a row, that you can get the homework done for that night or for the next day ahead of time and you'll be able to go. It's definitely a good rule of thumb for sure. And it also just kind of makes sure that you can enjoy the night. I think for me, at least I can't really enjoy something until I know that everything that I needed to get done that day is done. So. I can't really enjoy being out if I know that I have an assignment due or something that I'm stressing about. So I'd much rather get it done before maybe wait longer or maybe even skip that night of going out. Yeah, no. And I think that, I mean, like we're talking about maybe more things that are like a little bit almost like your mom's talking to you, but guess what? We are seasoned. We are in the prime time of getting started in adult world. And as I'm becoming more of a human that has to function in society and have a uh, eight to three in my world, um, <laughs> I've kind of realized more over than I have this past year, the importance of doing all those necessary steps beforehand, just so that I feel ready to go. I also think this episode is much more about, you know, the the pre going out and what we've learned for what we're going to tell you next week that has happened to us and why, why <laughs> like, you really need to know this. Uh, with that being said, I also really like what Liv said about a mental health wise, why you're going out. Uh, I think I've definitely been guilty of I've had a good day or a bad day. I really want to go out. Like I just want to do something fun so that I don't feel like my day was wasted. And sometimes that is a really great solution. Like, you know, you're a little bit down, you just want some friend time. And if that's where you want to choose to get it, that's a great way to do so. I think especially my freshman year when I like to go out a little bit more, I felt guilty about that. I, I just truly enjoyed going out. It wasn't always that I wanted to get really drunk or I wanted to be at a bar, but it was, I enjoyed being around my friends. I enjoyed 
us having no distractions of homework, of TV, of just truly being with each other, dancing, listening to music. And if that's how you feel about going out, there's truly nothing wrong with doing it frequently or, you know, making sure that you're able to do it when you want to. Something else also that we want to recognize is that I want to be a good human to be around, right? So if I'm getting ready and I am just in the worst mood and I'm going to go and I'm going to complain that I don't like what I look like, that I don't like where we're going, that I'm just being a really honestly negative Nancy, no one's going to want to be around me, or at least I personally want to be around that kind of human, someone that maybe not necessarily um, wants to um, have a good time that night. And by good time, I don't mean like take a bunch of shots on a counter or um, drink like seven drinks in a row. I mean, like someone that will be there will be someone that you can talk to if you want to have more of like a private chat, be someone that also will pull your friends to the dance floor. So little things like that. And it's just it has everything to do with like your mental health and everything to do with the people that you're surrounding yourself with. So if you really like the people that you're with, you're way more likely to have a good time. So choose who you want to go with. Don't just go with the group. If you don't really talk to anyone, unless you want to get to know them, but if you're going with people that you don't necessarily really like, how much are you going to really enjoy yourself that night? I think that's a really good point. I've more than once stayed home because I really had an off day and I wasn't feeling like I could bring energy to the group. And then honestly, I was going to pull the group's energy down as much as did I want to stay home alone? No, but I wasn't in the space, like the mental space to be going out. And I am glad that my friends got to have this fun night and I got to kind of sit and relax and have some alone time that I apparently really needed. Yeah. And it's also, it's not even like you're going to weigh them down because everyone wants to hang out with their friends and all stuff like that. And with that FOMO is a really big thing. I mean, I personally don't really have it anymore after not really going out for a while, but, um, feeling like you want to be included is completely valid. I think it's something that like you grow, you, you kind of want to be around people, especially if you're a people person, you worry about if you're not there, what you're missing and stuff like that. But honestly, the, your mindset around that is just super easy to kind of like get over. And I don't want to say in a way of like, get over yourself, like, uh, there'll be more nights, but honestly there will be. And some nights you won't want to miss. You won't want to miss your semi-formal. You won't want to miss your bar and dance. You won't want to miss maybe your friend's 21st birthday. But if it's like a Tuesday night or if it's just a random Friday and you want to do that like self-care, which we'll do an episode all on self-care and like doing things for you. Um, but if you know that doing something else for is is not going to actually um, make you feel any better and also like Think about it in the perspective of you're living your life through your, like what you choose to do is how you're going to see the world. No one is forcing you to do anything. So don't force yourself if it's not what's in best interest for you. Yeah. I think that's the best advice. Just don't force yourself. If it's not the day for you, there will be other nights. You will have fun memories if you choose not to go out this one random day. And you'll have fun memories also if you do, but I think it's just take a moment, think about it yourself, like see where you're at just as a human and then go from there. I think the biggest thing is you always give your friends grace, right? Like I would never get really upset with Zoe if she chose not to maybe like spend a Friday night with me somewhere, but 
but I, because, and the, so in that sense, I shouldn't be really hard on myself either for that, because you want to treat yourself like you are your own best friend, because in some ways you are, you know, yourself the best. And I think that's just super helpful. And I think it's, I don't know, for me, it's been like a step, a step in the right direction, a step towards who I am as a person to kind of recognize that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree for sure. I think that's definitely a huge impact on going out and the success of the night even because if you go out with a bad attitude it's definitely not going to get there and the same thing is that you want your friends to be having as good of a time as you are and vice versa so you shouldn't make them feel bad and you shouldn't feel bad for doing it not doing it with that being said I also think that friends are a huge part of going out um whether that's literally them doing your hair whether that's them just being there those are huge pieces of going out for example I always feel 110% better when our roommate Hallie does my hair. I just think she does it a hair better than literally anyone else in the entire world. Mm -hmm. So when Hallie has time to curl my hair, I always know it's going to be a good night. I'm going to have a fun time. No, I agree. I'm always, I'm always the one that's like running down and going, do we like these shoes with this? Or, um, I like to run around and go like, who's ready? And what are you wearing? And let me hype you up because with friends, positive ad- attitudes and just like a good atmosphere are what create good things. And if someone's really stressed, maybe like coming up to them, if you happen to live together, if you're getting ready together, what can I help with? Is there anything that I can do so that um, you feel like if they, if they look really stressed and are rushing, that's a part about being a good friend in general. I 100% agree. I feel like I am oftentimes the stressed friend that Liv is helping out. And really, I think what all of this comes back to is surrounding yourself with good people because that's what really makes a good time, a good night out is making sure that you're getting ready with fun people, that you're going out with fun people because those people, whether the bar is lit, whether the music's amazing, those people are what's really going to create the experience for you. And I think Liv and I have been really fortunate in the fact that we found a lot of really great people who continuously bring the mood up, who create fun experiences no matter where we're at. Exactly. And they hype you up when you're when you're not really necessarily maybe having the best body image day. They um, double check if you had dinner so that you're not hungry and you're not trying to leave early to go somewhere, which that's fine too. But And they're also the ones that will be like, what do you want? first rounds on me. Like, what can I get you to get us started tonight? So those type of people are just amazing. Um, and they get you really excited. Yeah. I think with all of that being said, (laughs) I think the rest of it, we're kind of going to save for next week. Next week, we're going to hit more on, uh, going out some of our own personal stories, some of our tips and tricks that we've learned going out on our campus and in general. Uh, Liv, do you have anything else that you want to add to this episode? No. Uh, Liv and I have definitely been around the block as far as going out goes. So I am super excited to share with you guys some of our own personal stories and to give you some more tips and tricks of what to do while you're there and after you get home. Uh, But I think that's it for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Till next episode on Corn to Norm. You will not hear from us next week. Zoe's going on spring break with my roommates to Panama City Beach. So she's going to be living it up with her lovely tan. Yes. So I think that we are going to start making the podcast bi-weekly. That was our original plan. We got excited and started doing some weekly ones, but we are going to switch back to bi-weekly. So next week we won't be having an episode and then the week after we will. 
Yeah. And that's all you hear from us today. Till next time on Quarantinorm, it's Liv. And this is Zoe. Peace out. Bye-bye.